Welcome to Social Genius, brought to you by Drunk on Social, where we help you stay ahead of social media trends, share the latest news, and highlight the strategies that are working to help you grow your business. Now let's join our hosts, Tristan and Jeff, in three, two, one. Does all this social media knowledge, strategies, and skills from this podcast really matter if you don't use video? The truth is any presence is better than no presence, but without video, you're really limiting your growth. It's no secret that video is the future of all media. It's where all consumers gravitate, so executing at a higher level than your industry peers is an absolute necessity to create differentiation. You can hire a full-time videographer, but is that really sustainable? The answer is no for many, which is why it is critical that you adopt and learn video skills to allow you to create video that will stand out. Having camera presence, knowing what equipment to use and how to use it, proper lighting, video editing, music and voiceovers, scripting, and many other topics are the reason why Business Video School was created. To teach you how to develop these skills quickly and easily with over-the-top support along the way so that you never feel lost. The Business Video School is a comprehensive video education platform that delivers all of this training, but also creates actual video recipes with instructions and scripts for you to execute relevant content weekly with all of the skills you learn. And it doesn't stop there. Regular video challenges, weekly Q&As, a real estate video roadmap, a community of people learning and experimenting with video, and so much more. Seriously, what are you waiting for? Why wouldn't you join the Business Video School today? Go to www.bizvideoschool.com forward slash open dash house and register for the next open house where you'll, you'll learn more and get a chance to hear from current students and even ask them questions. That's bizvideoschool.com. Check it out. All right, everybody. Welcome. This is Drunk on Social. We've got my friend and business partner, Jeff Fitzer. What's up, Jeff? Hi, buddy. He's wearing the right hat. I'm wearing the wrong hat. He's wearing the drunk on social hat with a little raccoon. And we've got an amazing guest with us. Sarah, is it Desamore or? Yeah, you got it good. You got it good. Desamore. Perfect. I love it. And if you don't follow her yet on Instagram, please jump over there and do, because you will not only be inspired by her content, you'll also learn a lot as far as what you should be doing. She has a great channel. I've been following her for over three years, I think it is, Sarah. It's been a long time. It's been a while. And we've been friends for a while. And I love watching your growth. And, and I love watching your energy and how you connect with people. So welcome to the show, Jeff. Let's do this, buddy. Can I just first say that uh, just because Sarah mentioned it, the word drunk does not only mean to drink alcohol, it also means to be overcome with a strong emotion. And therefore we are drunk on social media, but I do like to drink as well. So just for the record. There you go, there you go. Good good, uh, good point on that. And with that, let's get started with your first thing. I have a question, Sarah, as far as you're great on Instagram. Thank you. Have you have you tested out or jumped on fully with TikTok yet? So I'm still testing it out. I'm I'm noticing that I'm getting the most traction on my most random posts, like the ones that are not planned or 
you know, and I have like this random video of something really random that has nothing to do and I'll post it, I'll get a lot of interaction with that. I get a lot of interaction when I post my daughter on TikTok too. Oh, okay. I like that. I like that. And I'm going to post up your Instagram right now. This way people can follow you. Thank you. And I'm going to showcase really quick what your Instagram looks like because you, you do it very, very well here. We've got Sarah. you. You see how it's highlighted over. I mean, she's posting her stories. The very first thing I want to take a look at though, is the profile section with the link tree. So what's the reasoning behind this right here? Cause you put luxury sales in Miami and then you link your group. You tell us where you're from, what you like quickly. And then the link, why, why in this order? So I think it's important for people that when they follow me, no matter for what reason, you know, I travel a lot. I don't just post about real estate. I actually mostly don't post about real estate. I do, but just not a lot. Um, I think it's important to know. I, I meet people all the time. I'm like, I'm a social butterfly. I talk to everyone. And usually the first thing that we talk about is, hey, you know, follow me on Instagram. So I have personally, and I'm not going to jump in too quick, but I, again, because I travel a lot, I've, one of my biggest deals that I did this year was a pre-construction sale for $3.9 million. And it's somebody that I met wow. in Mykonos. It's somebody that I met in Mykonos while partying. And the reason we stayed in touch was because of Instagram, right? So when he followed me the whole time, I never mentioned that I was a realtor. We were just, you know, partying with friends and whatnot. And then when he followed me with his wife, they were like, oh my God, you're a realtor in Miami. We're actually thinking of buying. I was like, guys, like we're on vacation. Like let's, let's talk again later on. And almost a year later, they ended up buying a huge deal with me, right? So I think it's important to pull, to put what you do, what you focus on and your area. I can't stress enough. I see so many realtors, they follow me and it doesn't say at all, or they have like a weird city or whatnot that is not easy to, to know. So I think it's important to say um, where you're located. I like that. Yeah, that. That makes sense on the top because people do look for that. And the fact that you don't shove real estate down our throats daily is really impressive that people still go to you for real estate, no matter what, because one thing that people don't realize is that when they're impressed by your social, it's like, oh, you're showing up here. You're a real person. I can connect with you. They're also going to take a look at the little profile section and they're going to be looking at it on their own. They'll find out that you're a real estate agent. That's why I clicked on your link tree and tell me, tell me this, because you've got, you've got this at the top. And then you have schedule, a consultation, search Miami homes, real estate blog. What's the idea behind this? So you know how sometimes you, you make a post and you say, oh, link in bio, right? So if you only put that one link in your bio, that's the only link you have, right? For example, if I had just posted the real deal um, tickets with my code in my bio, if people want to schedule a consultation or whatnot, they don't know where to go. They would have to maybe Google it or try to figure it out. So I really like Linktree because you can put multiple links on it. And what happens when I schedule a consultation with you? So when you schedule a consultation with me, you have different options. And in my consultation, it's I'm very specific because I've learned uh, from experience. Let's say it's a buyer consultation. You, you can pretend like you're scheduling one, but I have some questions that I ask. 
before they book a consultation. That way I know what to expect. Jeff, we can learn something from Sarah here. That's impressive. I like, I like it. it. I like Click it. on the buyer consultation, click book. And that's because, you know, sometimes like I'm on social media. I understand I'm a pretty girl. So sometimes guys would book consultations with me just to try to talk to me, right? So, or sometimes you have people that are not serious or just, they just want to talk to me or they want to pick my brain about stuff. So I find that by adding questions to my, to the consultation, people, it's only serious people that are booking a consultation. Brilliant. You know what? I get that a lot too. Pretty women are always trying to get on my calendar and really? I'm just beating them off with a whip, damn it. <laughs> that's a different show Jeff <laughs> but it's not just that like sometimes I'm sure Trish, Tristan I'm sure you get that you know people that book you to pick your brain I actually added a pick your brain call on that going back to it hold on <laughs> pick okay. my brain call <laughs> real estate yeah down at the bottom pick one me. hour <laughs> dude Sarah Love it. That's freaking brilliant. Thank you. <laughs> That's the thing with social media. You have to filter out a few things. I love that. Now, but what happens when that creeper guy actually books that consultation and pays the 195? Now, do you have to actually, you know, schedule and go follow through with the call? I mean, I'm, I'm really funny about only talking about real estate. Like it. I'm really, really funny about that. Do I have an echo when I talk? No, not you. Okay. When when Jeff or I talk, we hear it on your end a little tiny bit. But it's do you have do you have something else playing in the background? You have it on your phone yeah. or on the side? Okay, All right, it's, it's slight. It's I don't think minor. it's terrible. Yeah, it's very minor. Sarah, there's a question for you. How often do you get a pick your brain consultation request? I get them a few times a month, and you know I'm always happy to help out as much as I can. I find that I have a lot of resources out there. I have, I even put the link to a Tom Ferry interview that I did. That's what, like an hour and a half, almost two hours. It's super long. But if people, the first thing I do is, you know, I try to help as much as I can. But if you still have a lot of questions and things that are specific, I'm really busy. I have my team. I have my daughter. I have a lot going on. So, you know, for people to, if they really want to dive deep into it, I'm not a coach. Right. But if you want to take my brain about certain things, I think that it's important to um, to schedule that call and to, for me to be compensated. And I used to do it for free, but then I realized it's a lot of my time. Mm -hmm. I love this. So this is the link that it sends me to the Tom Ferry video. You've and I, I talk about everything in that video. Like, I feel like people are a little lazy sometimes. That's, yes. so That's an understatement. <laughs> All right, and then do you ever do social posts that say, hey, guys, these are the homes that I want you to take a look at? Or... Someone says, uh, sorry, someone said it's a fine line. Some clients have our brain picking, but you can schedule a buyer consultation. Like, that's the thing, you know, like it's either a buyer or seller consultation. But if it's just like the people that book the pick my brain call, it's more um, like realtors. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it depends on what what how big your influence is, but you know, do this. Obviously, if you have a lot of people coming through, primarily for us, it would be home buyer consultation, seller consultation, real estate agent to agent referral, great one, and pre-construction information for you. I love that. So makes a lot of sense. 
Damn, this is good. Uh, mm. All right, so continue on this part. Tell us the idea behind how you post because you've got posts and then you've got reels that do quite well too. So tell us your strategy. Well, when I, at first I had a personal Instagram and a business Instagram. And then I decided to only have one Instagram for both because I realized I have way more interaction and engagement when I post myself or when I post other things that I'm doing than real estate. So do you have a cadence? Is there a certain cadence to how often you want to post, how many reels you want to post, how many story posts you want to post? So for me, the most important part is the stories. I do post a couple of times per week. I would ideally, I like to post three to five times per week, but I find that people love the stories, right? I have a lot of engagement through my stories because I realize that people love reality TV. Mm-hmm. So this is like, it's like they get a reality TV of what I'm doing. You just made tacos yesterday? Yeah, we did. Man, that looks good. It was really good. <laughs> so, so you're, so you're telling us that you're only posting to your feed slash reels. I, I really essentially consider them one and the same. You're only posting a couple of times a week. Yeah. That's. But I'm posting on my stories all day. All day. Is there is there a certain cadence, like a certain expectation that when you wake up every morning, you think to yourself, my minimum amount of stories that I'm going to post today is? So I don't have a specific cadence to it. I just post all day. All day. You just, you just make, it an ex- you make it an extension of your life. Like, what am exactly. I doing? I'm going to share it. There's some things, of course, there's some personal things I'm not going to post, right? But, you know, I really ha- I have a really nice view. So... I, I like to post my view and it, the view again, it's I'm posting where I live. I love my view, but then people are like, wow, like I want to move to Miami. That looks really cool. Like which area of Miami do you live in? This is a nice view. Like how can I get that view? So what I'm doing essentially is showing my lifestyle in Miami and showing how cool it is to live here, what there is to do. And also some parts of my personal life, you know, things at home, things I like to do. I love to cook. I love to, to eat good food. I like, you know, I just share what I like doing. And I share memes too. The, the memes are funny. I, I I love following you, Sarah. It's always fun. So Thank you. you always make it very, very interactive too. As far as business, have you seen that a lot or a majority of your business now comes from social media or what does that look like? So 60% of my business comes from Instagram only. 60? 60%. Six zero, Jeff. But also look- Think about this. Um, Sarah is in Miami too, right? So she's taking advantage of being in an amazing city, right? And I think for for a lot of people that that are in like Jeff, St. Louis, still, you know, people know St. Louis. So I would say that counts, right? LA, Malibu, right? That counts. Just know that that it's going to vary depending on where you're at. And everybody's freaking moving to Miami and Sarah's taking advantage of it with great content. So I love that. Well, I did it even when it wasn't as cool to live in Miami. You know, I started doing social media and Instagram because at the time I had no money for marketing and I realized that social media was free. Mm-hmm. I love Sarah, that. Brownie says... Yeah. What? Brownie oh, says hi. hello. Annabelle, come here. Yeah, my dog is like laying on her back. She's not moving. Yep. Brownie was shaking. So we've all got dogs under our desks. 
Uh, Alicia um, says, do you have someone that creates your real estate content for you? And do you plan your content ahead of time? So on my group page, so I have my personal page and I have my group page. So on my group page, yes, content is planned ahead of time because we, my group page is mostly real estate, right? We highlight beautiful properties in Miami. Uh, we do a lot of reels. We try to do at least a reel a day just because reels are huge right now. So we plan more of that on my team page, but on my personal page, it, it's really what I'm doing, right? If I have a nice photo, if I have a nice reel, I try to post at least two to three reels per week. Ideally, it would have to be five reels a week because right now Instagram is really pushing reels, right? They're not pushing photos as much. So in terms of planning, for, I'll give you an example, right, of what we do now compared to before for social media. Back then, I would just do a lifestyle photo shoot, right? I love lifestyle photo shoots. I encourage everyone to do lifestyle photo shoots. Everyone's sick and tired of your headshots. No one, no one likes your headshots, <laughs> okay? Like the whole... You hear that, Jeff? You hear that? What's that? What's that? <laughs> I'm just that you. headshot and especially the... Like, no, we're not doing that. Where's so my get telephone? lifestyle shoots. Where's my telephone? Get a lifestyle shoot. <laughs> so, okay. So what I was saying is back then we used to just do a lifestyle shoot, right? Now, while we're doing the lifestyle shoot, our hair is done, makeup is done, clothes, we have different outfits. It's like, while we're doing the photos, I have to ask someone, hey, can you do a video of me walking? Or the same, you know, while we're doing the shoot, can you do a video of that? Because that's all content that we can use in the future uh, for reels. How long have you been on Instagram? Since the beginning of time, like <laughs> get out of here, Jeff. Since the beginning of time, <laughs> 2012, that is kind of the beginning of time as it relates to, so, yeah. to Instagram. So that's, that's interesting. Yeah. That's, that's definitely an advantage. Uh, you know, we, we always said that about TikTok, okay. the early adopters were the biggest, you know, reaped the biggest rewards. I mean, um, when I was on Instagram, it was more like, I was I'm like, I had like a private account. Mm -hmm. It was like, it's not, but then when I realized that, okay, you can use Instagram to like get people to follow you who don't know you, it, it was huge for me because I said, okay, let me, um, let me figure this out. Let me see what I can do. I love that. What, what is your strategy as it relates to engaging with followers? So, okay. That's really important. So I see people that are, that say, oh, I don't get, you know, I don't get a lot. I don't get referrals from Instagram. And I mentioned before I get 60%, I think this year is going to be even higher. And out of the 60%, I would say half of it is realtor referrals and the other half are just people that randomly reach out to me or friends of a client that posted me that they end up following me or whatnot. So I think it's important to engage, right? So I try my best as much as possible to respond to comments. And it's not about getting 20 comments or 30 comments. Even if you have three comments, respond to the comments. If you don't have time, at least like the comment. When people respond to your story, unless they're creeps, um, respond to to whatever they sent you in your inbox, right? Or you can like it now. You can just, it takes two seconds to, to engage with someone on Instagram. And most people don't have 10,000, 20,000 followers. So it's even easier. So I find that engagement played a big part in getting the referrals and growing my following. And engagement is not just always waiting when people message, when people comment on your stuff, look at their stuff too. If they post a funny story, you reply to their story. If they post a cool photo, comment the photo, not just fire flames, right? Or like hearts, just write something, right? Write a sentence like, oh, wow, I love what you're wearing. You know, just you have to like make the commitment to actually make an effort. Mm. 
We've got Audrey, Audrey, and I don't know, it's is it Rosier or Rosier? Lifestyle photo shoots changed my life. I do, yes. them, I do them quarterly. Yeah, same here. Same here. I like Super that. important. And Audrey, I just followed you on Instagram. I just checked yeah. it out. No, it's true because it's way more relatable, I find. And I use them. I use the photos for my listing presentation. I use the photos for my business cards. It looks so much better than just the headshots. What about uh, how do you create? Are you creating an Instagram or are you creating on an outside uh, app and editing outside and then uploading? So when it comes to reels, that's a really good question, actually. So that's a really, really good question. So when it comes to editing reels or whatnot, I like to use the app called CapCut. It's really, really easy, really easy. And when it comes to the... Um, What's a, another thing that's important with Reels? It's CapCut, C-A-P-C-U-T, CapCut. Very easy to use, super user-friendly. Uh, if people want to figure out how to use it, just go on TikTok and write CapCut tricks or tips or whatnot, and it'll give you a bunch of tips on how to use it. But a very important thing that I noticed with Reels, and I had to make that change recently, I also realized with Reels that I get way more engagement when the cover of the Reel has me in it. Mm -hmm. Ooh, so mm -hmm. personal, personal, get more personal. Yeah. And again, those are not things that I would do. I would just post like if I'm at a listing or something like a, a luxury house, I used to just post a reel of the house. Yes, I would get engagement. But if I'm posting the reel of the house, but the cover of the reel is me in front of the house, I'm going to get way more engagement, more shares, more everything. See that. I like that. Now, what about what about covers? Because some of your videos have cover text and some yeah. don't. Yeah. So I'm working a lot on the cover text. It, you know, Instagram Reels, I find boomed a lot this year mm -hmm. compared to, to before. And it's still a learning process for me. I'm still learning to, to figure out, okay, what works best, what doesn't work as, as good. And I'm noticing that whenever there is text on the Reel, right now it's doing better. Oh. You hear that? You hear that, folks? And and how do you execute? Because we we talk about this all the time. But yours, you clearly have some outside um, element here to your covers. Yeah, one hundred percent. So what what you can do? What's really cool about the ad, uh, an app called Canva? I'm sure you guys know about Canva. Mm -hmm. If you guys don't know about Canva, there's no way that you know marketing. Like Canva is really easy to use. And what I've done is we've created two or three templates that are really easy that you just change the photo and then you just put whatever writing you want on it. You can create, you, you can choose the writing that you want. You can have one or two different templates. And then for the covers, that way everything is uniform. You don't have to do that. I know people that just pretend like they're doing a story and write the title on the story and then just download that photo to use as the cover. That's another way to do it very quickly, but to make it more uniform and more on brand, we created um, we created the same writing for different posts. And again, that's everything is ongoing and changing. We did that recently when we realized that okay, not only does text work better on the the photos on the covers, but I wanted to, I wanted to have a uniform look. I just before Tristan before Tristan leaves, I just have one special request for Tristan. Uh, I want you to dress as she did in that uh, outfit at Carnival. Yeah. Yeah, I want to see this. <laughs> I can't say it out loud, but Jeff, 
I'm joking. <laughs> oh, that was now great. if now if you're if you're watching this and you haven't followed Sarah, you have to go follow her and you know check what I this feel? out. <laughs> Sarah, you know what I feel like we're getting from you? And you do this every time, by the way. So thank you for that. Okay. I feel like everyone sitting in is getting a master class version of, of your approach to social media. And it's so authentic that it's giving us a lot of value because you're actually pra practicing this and you made it part of your lifestyle. And I think that's what people don't understand as they're trying to figure out what to do. They kind of leave that to the very end until they realize, oh, it's supposed to be part of everything I do. And you do it so naturally. Thank you. Yeah. The, the thing, again, guys, it's like people want to work with people who they like. I submitted an offer today on a referral I got from a realtor who never met me. She never met me, never even saw me speak or anything. And she called me Well, she, again, Instagram. She messaged me. Then we ended up calling, calling each other and talking. And she said, oh, I have a client. I know you two are going to get along. Like, how do you know that we're going to get along? How do you know that? And I asked, oh, yeah, what makes you say that? She's like, oh, you both love to do this. You both love to do that. You both love to work out. How, how did she get all of that information so, about me? That's beautiful. Right? Someone said, how do I find the time to manage all that? I don't have time. I just do it all the time. Like that all day. Lifestyle. Yeah. That's it. And Je I know what? It's funny, Sarah, because I, I did the same thing to Jeff. I'm like, hey, Jeff, I got this person who said they would not like you based on social media i'm joking i'm just messing with jeff because <laughs> he messed with me <laughs> yeah yeah fair fair but, hey, but this person not gonna like you jeff not but, gonna but like to you. answer but well first of all to that point i don't if you don't like me because of who i am as a human being which i'm sharing on my social media that's okay like perfect right that's even better for you yes yes it's I say that all the time. I had a realtor years ago. You know, you, you guys talked about my carnival stuff, which by the way, carnival is extremely expensive to do it. So all of the networking, one of my best clients that I have right now is one of somebody I met at carnival. It's very, very expensive to do. It's a, it's a Caribbean thing that we do. It's thousands of dollars to attend it. Right. So the people you meet that, that are able to spend thousands of dollars to just do carnival, they're not, you know, a lot of them are doctors, engineers, people that have money. Right. And I remember years ago, another realtor, was like, you know, you shouldn't post things like that. It's really unprofessional. Mm. And the, the issue with me is when you tell me to not do something, most of the time I'm like, oh yeah, for sure I'm going to post about that now. <laughs> so but, I tell people, don't be afraid, you know, to just be yourself and to post about the things you like doing. Yeah. But correct me if I'm wrong, that's probably a part of your heritage. It is. It's part of my culture. It's part of my heritage. If people yeah. take offense to that, then I'm sorry. Yeah. That's that's somebody who's clearly not culturally, uh, you know, inclined. They don't understand, and and they probably grew up somewhere completely different, and they can't understand that what they see is a uh, as a as a bikini esque costume, and they think of it as lewd, and that's just that's ignorant, is what that is. Yep, I know. I love I love that you have that attitude because that knocks a lot of people backwards. Uh, we we exactly. have we have a good friend of ours who follows our strategy. Remember uh, Linda. Tristan, I don't know if she's on here, but you know, she went home from one of our masterminds and, and executed as we told her to. And she said a, a realtor in her market, who's an experienced, successful, old school realtor, uh, approached her and said, 
what are you now the mayor of our community? Are you not selling real estate anymore? I'd be like, exactly. I'm the mayor. That's, that's our what, job. That's what I said. I'm like, that means you're winning. And I said, the fact that they don't understand that tells me how they just don't get it. And she was, but she was crushed by this. So she reached out because she needed to be reassured. I'm like, Linda, you're winning. Like, keep doing it. Uh, the more they the don't more understand, you the more offend, you're going to succeed. Especially in the real estate world, the better you're doing. Yes. I'm like, if I'm offending people, at the end of the day, it's not what I'm doing. It's their own personal insecurities totally. that they're projecting onto me because they don't have the guts to, to post anything like that also. That's very important to remember. Totally. Yeah, I love that. And at the end of the day, that realtor is not going to give you your client. So whatever. Also true. And you know what else? <laughs> I, I, like I always tell, like I told her, I said, they're either insecure because they're afraid to do it themselves or they're threatened. One of two things. And either one shows you're winning. Exactly. I 100% agree. So you, you got to be yourself, you know, because, you know, when you showcase what you like doing, you're going to attract other people who like what you're doing. So it just makes any type of transaction or relationship so much easier. Yeah. You know, when you have to deal with someone where that the person has nothing in common with you, how much of a nightmare it is, it's really yeah. hard. But when you find people that like the same things and you guys have the same vibe, the same energy, it's so much easier. It's pleasant. That's very true. Uh, you know, Jeff, I think it'd be a good idea if one of our amazing staff members kind of goes through this and yeah, summarizes, summarizes what Sarah's saying and also grabs some of the tech that she's mentioning it, kind of like a like a PDF edition to mm -hmm. this. So when we Can I get wine? <laughs> get it. Why not? Please pass it. Perfect. Pass it over too, would you? <laughs> no, Jeff, you've had enough. <laughs> I, I did happy hour yes i like that it's five o'clock somewhere and it's five o'clock where you are so you're five o'clock uh, in miami that's right uh let's see audrey thanks for participating says i do a lot of posting on ig and youtube and have leads coming in from all over nice. how, how have you managed to streamline the process of sending out referrals for me to send out referrals i'm not sure what you mean yeah but for me to send out referrals, it comes down to the same thing, right? The same people that follow me because they like how I am. I follow realtors that I really like, some of them that I've never met. One of them, for example, her name is Kiara Jones. Never met her. This girl's in St. Louis. Never in my, I'm from Montreal, Canada, by the way. I've, I've only been in Miami eight years. So never in my mind did I think that one day I'll have a client to refer to her, but I still follow her because she's really, she's hilarious. She's funny. Uh, I like what she posts. She's, she's just good vibes, right? And one time, one of my clients that bought with me in Miami, they had to sell because she got relocated to St. Louis. Mind you, same, same thing. I never met this realtor, but I'm like, oh my God, I have the best realtor for you when you go to St. Louis. And I referred them to her and it went super well. That's cool. Right? So when it comes to giving referrals, again, the engagement, when I talked about, what I talked about before, when I said that it's not just engaging with people who respond to you or that engage with you, but it's important you also engage with other people that are in your industry or that are in different states, even around the world, because you never know what those relationships could become. I love that. I want to go back to, and Tristan, do you, do you need to get rolling? Because if, if you do, okay. I am, um, I'm going to step out, uh, Sarah. Bye, Tristan. Thank you for on, having me. Thanks for jumping on. Keep on dropping some amazing knowledge. And everyone, take a lot of notes, even though we're going to summarize this for you. Uh, Jeff, don't screw it up. Okay. Thank oh, you, everybody. Crap. A lot of pressure. <laughs> See you, buddy.
So I want to go back to I want to go back to the question about how you find time because I think uh, a lot of people really really struggle with that and I would love to get your take because your answer was very simplistic but understanding that you have to kind of shift your mindset around that social media is prospecting and it actually can can take over your business and and so I, two questions first question is it's 60% plus of your business, 60% of what? Because if because I could be thinking to myself, well, if she only closes 10 deals, that's not that big of a deal. Yeah, I get this year, I'm going to do a lot, almost 25 million. Wow. And that's not even counting the pre-construction. So pre-construction in Miami, the way they pay commission is even before the project is completed, they'll give the pre-construction in Miami, they pay you 67% commission. And then they'll they'll give you half of it up front, right? So so that's not even counting pre-construction. So I I did I do a lot of business. I would say almost hundred percent of my pre-construction has come, my deals have come from social media from promoting projects. But so you know, when I say 60%, it's 60% of my closed deals of like money that came in my pocket. I keep track of everything. I love that. So then going back to the question of how do you find the time, mm-hmm. you know. I'm going to show you guys something on my please, iPad. Please go. So every morning, you know, I did. I don't operate on a schedule when it comes to that. I, I am very disciplined with my mornings, though. Very, very disciplined with my mornings. I wake up at 4.58 a.m. I do the 5 a.m. call because my daughter wakes up at 7. So I have two hours to myself in the morning, right? Before my phone starts blowing up, before emails start coming in, before the, the day becomes crazy. You guys know what I'm talking about. And at night, I'm way too tired. So I take my morning to, you know, to meditate, to chill, to relax. But I also have a reminder every single day at 7.30 a.m. that says just post on social media. It's just a reminder. It, I usually don't post necessarily exactly at that time, but it's just a quick reminder. Hey, remember to post something on your story. Yeah. So I, I would suggest to people at the beginning, when I started doing that, when I realized that, okay, people really like social, people really like stories. I used to calendar it just like little reminders. And I use um, Google calendar where you can mm-hmm. set up some reminders. I think the moral of that uh, answer is that it's that simple, but you have to be the one to build it in as the, is your own cadence. So what is that going to take now? If, if I was, if I was somebody who struggles with that, I'd set a reminder for seven 30 and then 10 30 and then exactly. and then I used to do that back then because, you know, you have to get used to it back then we didn't have stories. So when stories came, I'm like, what the hell is that? Like, what, what is this stories thing? And then I had to give myself multiple reminders. Remember to post on this thing called stories, but when you do it often enough, it becomes a habit. So you don't need a reminder at one point. So let's talk about stories a little bit, and then I'll, I'll get back to some of these questions. You know, understanding the importance of stories, first first and foremost, that when you open up Instagram, stories are at the very top of the feed, which is a billboard for you. So whether they go to stories or don't, if you're posting consistently to stories, the odds of your audience seeing your name at the top of when they open up Instagram is very good. And it's just subliminal yeah. reminders, even if they're jumping over to reels and jumping into feeds, but you mentioned how important they are. And, and the only, the only, here's the, the counter that I want to have to this with, especially with you, because, you know, and, and it's evidence like looking at your reels, they perform really well. I mean, you're getting thousands of views every single post uh, and I imagine your stories probably aren't quite that high of engagement. So explain why your your justification is that stories are more important when you're actually getting 
all that engagement on your reels and your feed posts? So reels are about its content, right? When it comes to stories, it's consistency, right? When you're consistent with posting often, and I do get a lot of views on my stories too. And what's great about stories is you have to make sure that your Instagram is linked to your business page. You can look at your insights. You can see how many people clicked on someone you tagged. You can see how many people clicked on the link you shared to see how people are engaging with stories. And just to give you an example, last year I got sick and I had to get surgery and whatnot. And I didn't post for like three days. And, you know, sometimes you think you post your stories and you're like, okay, no one cares or whatnot. But I had people that were like, oh my God, are you okay? You haven't posted. Are you alive? Right? So you think people are not following, but they are. Even if it, if you have the same 50 people that look at your stories every single time, those are, that's your audience. Those are people that are always waiting to see what you're going to post and what you're going to be sharing about your life. So mm-hmm. no matter how big the audience, it's just a consistency thing. I like that answer. That's good. Uh, and going going back to the question about the database, um, she expands and says, do you keep those agents in your database and keep notes yeah. about areas they serve? For yeah, example, 100%. I have I have people that reach out to me for an area I'm not in. I wasn't sure if there was a process in place to connect them to agents and collect referral fees. Okay. So if I believe that we're in a giving business. There's enough business for, for everyone. So if someone comes to me and they're like, hey, Sarah, I'm going to look for West Palm Beach, which is not an area that I cover at all. You know what? I'm going to refer them to an awesome agent in West Palm, and I'm not going to collect any referral from it. I know that agent is going to have to give a referral to that other person. But I, the way that I operate, and not everybody operates like that, I, I'm into giving because I believe in karma, and I know some way, somehow, it'll come back to me. So I don't. if I connect two agents together, I don't make anything from it. Sometimes I, cause I'm from Canada. Sometimes I have agents that are here that are like, Hey, do you have someone in Montreal? I have like 10 people in Montreal. I could definitely get a cut or find a way, but I'm like, no, those are my people. Let me connect them. You guys are going to be great and do your thing. But if I have a client, that's a different story. But when it comes to connecting agents, no, I don't ask for a referral fee. I've had agents send me gifts. I've had them give me gift cards and things like that, but I don't ask for it. Yeah. I love that. And, and, and you're a, you're a commented, we're bouncing around here, but you know, he says, if you get comfortable and doing content all the time, it gets quicker and quicker every time. Exactly. And, and that's her point. Like, that's why she leans into those stories. I'm curious though, you know, and, and if I was, if I was consulting you, my question to you would be that you're doing so well with reels and, and feed posts, namely reels, let's just say it because reels really are the main thing other than stories you should be focusing on. Why not double it up? Why not go four or five a week instead of just one or two when you could probably grow your audience pretty exponentially if you double down, why don't you? So remember when people are like, Oh, do you, how, you know, how do you find the time? So right now, this is the time that I have. And I used to kill myself over it. I used to be upset at myself over it, but I do my, the best that I can. And I tell people, you know, do the best that you can. Give yourself a goal. If you can't do the five days a week, start with, at least with three, start somewhere. And then you can delegate some stuff eventually for you to do more, right? I'm at the point right now where this is what I can do. This is what my time allows me to do. I am, I mentioned it before, I am a single mom as well. So my schedule is insane. I have clients. 
I have my daughter, I have sports, I have activities, I do different things. So for now, that's what I'm doing, especially before it was so much easier to just make a post, right? With like a photo, but because it's reels now, you have to be strategic with that. You have to find the trending sounds. You have to save the trending sounds. You have to brainstorm ideas. You have to, it's a whole other process that is pretty recent and I'm still working on it. I'm not afraid to say I'm working on something. I love it. I mean, and you're, you asked the question, can you create consistency with just video and reels? And the answer is yes. Absolutely. Whatever you want to commit to, you can do whatever the heck you want. And, and just, a, just one idea too, for you even Sarah is, um, you know, getting into longer form content and, and maybe, and for anybody listening, if, if you're struggling with creating or coming up with consistent short form ideas, pick one topic a week, video yourself for about 10 minutes. Now you've got a YouTube, you've got YouTube uh, style content and, and you can hire an editor, you can learn some editing, but then I guarantee it every single time you do that 10 minute video, someone, you or someone will be able to pick out four or five short form videos that you can chop up into 30 to 60 seconds. And then bam, you've got four or five short form videos. So you can take one video and create a multitude of content every single week. And it's, it's a really powerful strategy. Somebody asked what are trending sounds. I'm going to give you guys a little trick. Love it. So when you go on Instagram reels and you look at a reel, you know, when there's a song at the bottom, if it has an arrow pointing up, that means it's trending right now. Bingo. And for the record, an end can drop a, a link here. We actually aggregate the trending real estate sound. So it may not be trending by, you know, influencers, like massive influencer status, but it's trending because you know what I'm talking about. The stuff where yeah, you're yeah, yeah. doing dancing around, doing whatever, you know, just reacting. It's your lip syncing. Usually those are popular. We aggregate that stuff. I think we're up to roughly 200. Oh, that's super cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. We keep it on a spreadsheet and we'll send it out to anybody that wants it. And so oh, I want it. Send it to just, me. <laughs> she just what? dropped it in the chat. <laughs> And, and, and that basically just use that as your cheat sheet. Go, we all, we just add to it. So it'll continue to grow. And even if it's something from three months ago, it, you're, you're, that doesn't mean you can't use it. Go use it because most of your audience probably hasn't seen it and they haven't seen you do it. So go for it and do it. Um, I love it. That's awesome. Let me see if we missed anything here. There's a lot um, of questions that I feel mm-hmm. like I missed. So, so w- where can they find the Tom Ferry interview? It's, it's on. Yes. Go to her link tree in her bio on her Instagram, click the link tree link. And then it's one of those, one of those options in her link tree. Good question. Thank you for asking that. I think I missed something. So I'm going, oh, uh, Taryn, I I wanted to ask you what your question meant. Maybe you can expand on that. You said, so curious about the project social posts. I do some of that, but want to get really good with it. Do you know what that meant? Project? Oh yeah. Project. You mean pre-construction projects like for possibly for condos? Maybe that's actually, if that's the question, that's a really great question. Like a very good question. So that's, that's really good because projects and condos and pre-construction are amazing in Miami because we have an inventory problem and whatever market you're in, you know, whenever there's a developer that's doing pre-construction homes or whatnot, what I tell people before you even promote that project on your social media, you need to go meet with a developer. Yeah. That's pre-construction, right? So you need to meet with a developer on your own, not to take cute photos for Instagram or to do reels, just to sit down like you're in a class because you need to learn that project really well before you promote it. Because you can have, I've had a real blow up. I've had a real blow up and get, I think 30,000 views in like an hour, right? On, on my this on my uh, group page. So if people, you know, message us and they're like, oh my God, what are, what are, what's the price per square foot? 
what's the um what are the units starting at what you know they ask you questions and you're like uh then you don't look credible so I tell people, if you want to promote a project or a developer or whatnot, learn it like you're studying for an exam for school, because you need to be quick with answering people when they ask you questions. Okay. So I say, learn about the project and then post about it because then, and you can be very specific with your description. You can be specific in your real, just because you know it and you just sound smarter. You sound even more like a professional when you know it well. And then when you get leads from it, because you will, you'll know how to sell them on the project before even taking them to the for a presentation. She asked what are, what are past projects? What do you mean past projects? I'm not sure what you mean by that. I'm not sure. I guess probably something specific that what you said, uh, go ahead and, uh, Oh, no, that was not a question. Sorry. Okay. She was, she was <laughs> making a statement. Um, okay. thank you, by the way, Taryn, thank you for, thank you for being so engaging. Uh, Yura has a great question and I have an answer for that, but I do want to get yours as well. He has a business account, which lacks the good music. So Yura, we tell everyone, there's, you have three options, personal, business, creator. We say creator, creator. all day long. Yes. Creator all day. All day. Yeah. yeah. Entrepreneur. Because you are, you are an entrepreneur. Yep. And creator is like a good, so creator has the analytics of a business, but more music like personal. It yeah. doesn't have quite all the analytics of business, but it's good enough. It's what you it's need. It's good enough. I've been doing great with the creator profile. You get all the songs, you get the insights, you get really cool stuff. You can set up subscriptions, whatever it is. You can do pretty much everything, but you just get more music options where, and people love the music. Exactly. And, and it is, you know, it's a way to kind of hack algorithms occasionally because you might jump on a sound that's, that's popping and people are searching that sound and you might show up. Uh, and that works by the way on, it's not just music, it's trending sounds. And that's yeah. the whole point. I mean, I've got a video that's got half a million views and it's just a husband wife deal and it's, it's still popping. I mean, that thing every single day. And I did this post two, three months ago, I think it was in July. And mm -hmm. every day I have notifications of people liking it and commenting on it. It's just still growing. And, and that's, that's why you use this stuff folks. Um, and even though it might have nothing to do with your real estate, you know how many hits I'm getting on my profile as a result of doing something like that? That's yeah. why you're always playing this game. I love it. No, I love I it. I agree. I, I had to switch it to creator because I remember at one point I just had business and I couldn't do any songs. And I remember just Googling, hey, what do I do if the songs are not popping, popping up and just following the, the steps and switching it to a creator profile? Love it. Uh, Melissa asked, did you use someone to set up your account or did you do that yourself? No, I did it all myself. So, and I, and I think when, when you, when someone asked that question, so first of all, the, the profile in and of itself is pretty easy. You just go to your profile, hit edit, and just give a similar look to what you see anybody who's successful on social has. You'll notice it's typically bullet points. Copy me guys, feel yeah. free to copy what yeah. I put because again, I believe there's enough business for everyone. So just do what I do. And even like, like I mentioned before the consultations and whatnot, if you want to filter people out and add some questions, I use acuity for that. Acuity, A-C-U-I-T-Y. Good, very good. I hope someone can spell it in the chat. I think you're right. I think you're right. Okay, Acuity, yeah. So I use that where you can set up some questions and whatnot. So feel free to copy me because I got ideas from other people as well. Oh, we lost you again. Your mic, your mic just died again, I think. And I will it say this. That's okay. That's good. And I, I will say this. That's good. And this is okay. So the follow-up too is as well, Melissa, and everyone listening is it's not just a matter of having your bullet points on your profile, but the, the key, remember that link tree? I use beacons either way. They're the same thing, okay. essentially. Okay. Yep. 
uh, make sure you have that because otherwise you're limiting where people can find you and connect with you. And guys, please put the city that you're in, put the areas you serve. Like it's, you would be amazed that, and I'm pretty sure some people are on the, on the webinar right now. And they're like, Oop, whoops, you know, like I have realtors that follow me. I go like, look at their profile. I have no idea where they are. Yeah. It's so important no in real estate. I don't know the state. I don't know anything. Yeah. It's so incredibly important in real estate. Like it's, it's a no brainer. So yeah. Double check that you do. If there's one thing you take away from this today, go raise the bar on your, on your profile and, and go get yourself a link to your beacons account that you can get a free account. That's all you need. And just put all your, put all your, uh, all the places that they can go follow you, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, LinkedIn, wherever. Uh, if you have a website, put it on there. And, um, I love it. No, uh, Francis, no, we don't, we don't mean hashtags. That's a whole different conversation. No, which we that's have not, I don't put today. hashtags in my, I don't think it looks nice aesthetically. So to you put hashtags in your bio. No, not in bio. Correct. Uh, we're talking about keywords and really oh. just, it's not even really keywords, but it is, it is to a degree in your profile. Hashtags are what you put in your posts. So in the caption of your yeah. post. And someone gave me a really good trick uh, that I actually use. So I'm going to share it with you guys. So you know how you can put your name in your profile? Instead of just putting Sarah Desimores, I put Sarah Desimores Miami Real Estate. I love that. Which is very clear and concise. And then you actually put Miami again uh, right below that. It says luxury you have a sales. Kid that almost came in the room. That's hilarious. Yeah, it's probably my little daughter. It's probably my little <laughs> awesome. I don't think we have any other questions. How do I tag the city? You do that specifically in your post. I think you're, you're asking, how do you tag it in your profile? You don't tag it in your profile. You tag it. You can tag location in your posts. Yeah, correct. You just list where you are from. Uh, that, that's, that's really the point there. Awesome. Well, Sarah, we are coming up on the hour. We have had, this has been an awesome conversation. There has been tons of engagement. Uh, this is being recorded. So if you want to go back and listen to this, you can go find this uh, on our YouTube. It's also uh, being recorded, I believe. It'll probably be posted to Facebook, so our group. So go check that out. Sarah, this has been awesome. We need to talk about having you to an event we're having in December. So we will be in touch. Uh, we'd love to have you back. And uh, thank you all for being on today. And, and thank you so much for sharing with our audience. Oh, thank you guys for the really good questions, actually. It was it was really good. Awesome. My well, self selfishly, we don't care if anybody shows up. We get to learn ourselves. So it's cool. Right? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. You guys are great. Thank you awesome. for having Take me. Take care. Okay, bye. Thanks for listening to Social Genius, brought to you by Drunk on Social. We are here to help you take your business to new levels through social media. Make sure to subscribe to get updates on new episodes and come join us on our Drunk on Social Facebook page. And as always, make sure you leave us a great review on your favorite podcast app. Feedback and likes are very much appreciated. 